Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Chaf Aleph. We are up to Sif Gimel, which is page 60. Uh, the last line on top on page 60 says the Machaber in Sif Gimel. Mutter likones bitzitzis lebeis akise. One is allowed to go into the bathroom with his tzitzis on. Says the Ramah, the kol shekain lishkav bohen deshari. Certainly to sleep in one's tzitzis is permissible. V'yeshe kosvu. I turn the page. V'yeshe kosvu shenogu shlo lishkav betalash yesh bo tzitzis. Some write that the custom is not to sleep in a garment that has tzitzis on it. Gam shelo litnu lekoves eno yehudi lechabes. Also, some write that the custom is not to give a pair of tzitzis or a talus to a non-Jewish laundromat. And the reason for all these things, not to sleep in it, not to give it to the laundromat, is also it shouldn't be a bizayon to the mitzvah. The Ramah ends off and says that the minog is to yes, sleep in them. So let's go back to page 60 and see the Mishabura and we'll see some very interesting and very lamaisa things in this sif. Says the Mishabura, Sifkotan Yudala, the second to last line in the Mishabura on page 60. The Machaber had said that it's mutter to go in with your tzitzis to the base, like you say. Vidafka bedalad knafos hakotan shalovsho kohayom. Says the Mishabura, this is specifically referring to what we call tzitzis, a talus cotton that we wear the whole day. Aval elu taliso shal mitzvah, but a talus shal mitzvah shem yuchodan rakl hispalu behen, but a talus that we call a talus that we use specifically for davening. It is inappropriate to go with a talus into the bathroom. However, without going into the bathroom, to urinate with a talus on is permissible. And then he says, Someone who is going to go to the bathroom, on Yom Kippur, and he's wearing a kittel, he needs to take off his kittel. Since the kittel is a garment that is designated specifically for davening. So we're going to see some interesting notes on this. Let's just summarize what the Mishabura said. The Mishabura says, that which the Mechaber says, you can go to the bathroom with your tzitzis, is dafka tzitzis, not a talus. A talus you cannot go to the bathroom with. And in note number 8, if you look across on page 60, note number 8, note number eight says, the Mishabura says you can wear your tzitzis into the bathroom, and the stipler says that it's even if your tzitzis is over your clothes, even someone who wears the tzitzis over his garments, it's still okay to go into the bathroom with the tzitzis. However, the Mishabura told us that when it comes to a talus godol, which is designated specifically for davening, one should not go into the base akise with it but is mutter to urinate with it. And then the Mishabur ends off and says a line that's a little bit vague, and there's a machlokas aposkim, how to understand this line. And these are the last few words on page 60 in the Mishaburah. He says, Also one who is going to relieve himself of Gedolam on Yom Kippur, and he's wearing a kittel, he must remove the kittel. So if you look at note number 10, he writes, Ach hashti, but if he's going to just do ketanim, kostav lekamon she'ain tzarech lefoshto, we know later on, he does not need to take off his kittel. V'nechleku ha'achronim bebir daito, the achronim argue with what the Mishabura means to say over here. Ha'kafa chayim kostav she'ain tzarech rak lahashtin muter lehikonis lebeis akisei. The kafa chayim says, 
that if one needs to go ketanim, he's allowed to even go into the base Akise with the kitalon. The chain pasak amata Ephraim. They say lefila mishabura that one could go into the base Akise for ketanim. Meiduk on the other hand, the sefer zeh shulchan kosla b'dasa mishabura sheaser li kanes lebeis Akise kavua keshu lavosh ben afilu kishedon nifnesham klal that it's aser lefila mishabura to go into the base Akise with a kitalon whatsoever, even if it's not for gedolim. That was the Mishabura's matter, Ketanim later on, who rak lahashim michutz le beisakise. That's only to go Ketanim outside of the beisakise. Vechein beer hagon of Yosha bedasa Mishabura. That is also how the Rav Yosha explains the Mishabura that according to the Mishabura, one cannot go into beisakise for anything, and one cannot relieve himself of gedolim with the kitalon. It's only that he can relieve himself of Ketanim outside of the beisakise with the kitalon. Turning the page, we see another very important note in note number 11. The reason why we said that one should not go into the bathroom with a talus gadol on is because that's a beggar, that's miyuchal the tefillah. And that's also the reason why we said one should not go to the bathroom for gadolim with his kittel on because the kittel is a beggar that is miyuchal the tefillah. So note number 11, which is on the next page, he points out from Rebel Yashiv, what about someone who wears a kittel at the Seder? So you're wearing a kittel at the Seder, so you're not, you're not davening at the Seder. So he writes, And that which there is a custom that people eat during the Seder when they're wearing a kittel, Rebel Yashiv says, Since it's a night of mitzvos, that does not lower the madrega of the kittel. It's still considered since all the eating at the Seder is a tzorach mitzvah and the Seder is all, is all mitzvahs. Therefore, the fact that you have your Seder with your kittel on does not lower it and does not permit you to go into the bathroom with it. And therefore, the Yashif holds that one cannot go with a kittel into the Beisakisei. Continues the Mishabura in Sifkaton Tes Vav on page Lamed Aleph. So we said in the Ramah, there are those who write that the Minog is not to sleep with a talus that has tzitzis on. In the writings of the Arizal, he brings down Alpisod that one should sleep at night with his talus cotton on. And that gets us into a whole interesting discussion in note number 12 in the Dirshah Mishtabura, which I'd like to go through some points of note number 12. Based on this Mishtabura that the Arizal says that there is a reason Al-Pisod to wear a pair of titis to sleep. So if you look in the beginning of note number 12, he brings from Rabbi Kiva Eger that Midivrei Harizal Hochiach Harikiva Eger Keshitas HaRosh. Rabbi Kiva Eger is medayik from the Arizal that he holds like the Rosh. That a daytime garment is chayev and tzitzis at night. Because according to the Rambam, that even if you're wearing a daytime garment at night, you're potter. What's the milo of sleeping with your tzitzis at night? If, the, if it's nighttime, it's not as man tzitzis, even for a beggar shayom. If you the Rambam, what's the point of sleeping with your tzitzis? The fact that the Arizal says the reason to sleep with your tzitzis Says Rukhi Vegar must be the Rizal's going with the rush, that a daytime garment that you're wearing at night, you are Mekayim a mitzvah. Umucha shehevim bedas harizal, sheyesh lishko balayla with talaskotan achayevis betzitzis. So it's clear the way that Rukhi Vegar understood the Arizal is that one should sleep at night with the talaskotan that's chayim betzitzis, sheya talaskotan shalovesh bayom. It's clear from Rukhi Vegar that he understands the Arizal that you should wear the tzitzis that you normally wear during the day at night, so you have a beget shalom that you're wearing at night. And according to the Rush, you're in the midst of tzitzis at night on the Beged Shalyom. 
which would not be the case if you're wearing a special pair of tzitzis that's designated for the night time, then a nighttime garment that you're wearing at night, according to everyone, according to the Rosh, according to the Rabbi, and therefore that can't be what the Arizal meant. If you skip down two paragraphs to the Minag of the Chazan Ish, he writes, the Chazanish was no egg to sleep without tzitzis. And the reason which is brought down for why the Chazanish did not sleep with tzitzis, if you can sleep every night with your talus cotton on, what are you gaining by wearing it every night? If you wear it every night, it becomes a ksus laila. So you're not gaining anything. You're not wearing a ksus yom at night. If you wear it every night, you're wearing a ksus laila. And therefore he was knowing not to wear, not a specific garment for the nighttime, which is for sure ksus laila. Not even his daytime tzitzis to wear at night, because that turns it into a beggar laila also, which you wouldn't be mekayim your mitzvah with it at night. That's all going with the understanding of Rebbe Kiva Eger, that the Arizal is going very practical. Go very practical, that you're wearing it at night, you're mekayim the mitzvah. But if you go back up one paragraph and see what Shlomo Zalman says, you see a little differently. Even a garment that's designated for the night time, there is the reason I'll be sewed to wear it at night. Even though it's potter from tzitzis because it's night time and you're wearing a ksus laila. Because you have a, a showing an endearment to the mitzvah. The gam yolo and at least Lafi, one of the shitas, Lafi the Rambam, when you wake up in the morning with tzitzis on, you're mekayin the mitzvah right away. The chen kosa b'shalun shuvah shevet alevi shekevan shurak midas chasidus v'chumra ba'alma. Since this whole arizal is midas chasidus and it's only a chumra, Lafi kach dai b'talas kotan amiyuchedas lalayla. So you see, you have all these different understandings. How 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 do we take the arizal when he says al pisod? Seems Rikiv Eger is taking him. That like a, a, a halachic al So you want to be make sure you yotze the mitzvah of tzitzis. If you're not yotze, what's the point? But you see from Rishon Zalman, you see from other poskim that it's not so pasha, That it's only a chumra. It's only al pisod, and therefore there would be an inyan to wear it, even if you're not really being mekayim your mitzvah right then. It's just showing a chavivus to the mitzvah, and as some bring down, it would also be a schooler for protection, and it would it would help you even if you're not being mekayim the mitzvah. Okay, let's go weiter in the mishabura. We then said in the Ramah, that you should also, the custom is not to sleep with the tzitzis at night and not to give it to a goyish or laundromat. Says the Mishiburus, if katan tezayin, that means not to give it to the laundromat, hatalis imat tzitzis. That means giving the garment with the tzitzis attached to it. Elamatir atzitzis ve'achaka kosan. But rather you should remove the tzitzis and then give in the garment to the laundromat to clean. And the Ramah ended off and said, that the reason is, so Mitzvah should not be bezuyos alav, but the minog is to be lenient to sleep in tzitzis, as the Ramah writes, and the Mishriwah writes on that, v'chein litein lakoves in the Yehudi, the minog is also to be lenient to give the tzitzis into the Goyesh laundromat. Miu yesh machmirin bazesh, yasek kanal, but some are machmir to do like we said above. But it sounds like there's only some are machmir, but it would be okay, Lafi what this is saying, that the minog is to be lenient to give it into the laundromat, that you would be okay even to give it into the laundromat with the tzitzis attached. Says the Mechaber in Sivdalud, Yeshli zo'er kesha'odom lovesh talus shalo yigror tzitziyosav. One should be careful when he's wearing a talus that the tzitzis shouldn't be dragging on the floor. Says the Mishabura, two reasons why one should be careful that the tzitzis shouldn't be dragging on the floor. Sivkotan yudches. 
Yesh mefarshim hatam mishun bizui mitzvah. Some say it's not a disgrace to the mitzvah to have it dragging on the floor. Viod and secondly, kikarov shei paslu. There's also a concern that it's very likely going to become paslu if it's dragging on the floor. Someone could step on it, it can get caught on something, it can get ripped and become paslu. Velochein yagviem viyitchavim bechagoro. Therefore, one should lift it up and stick it into into his belt and not have it dragging on the floor. That is the end of Simen Chaf Aleph. And now we will do all of Simen Chaf Bez. All one and a half lines of Simen Chaf Bez. But first we have a question. Shalami. Go back to the, the, the bathroom where Saigo took off. Yeah. When the note 10 about the Machlegas and the Mishnah Guru, whether you're allowed to go in the base of Kisei Kahua, is that for our, just like a straight, Okay, so Shalim is asking an excellent question. We saw, we just brought down a note 10 on Machlokas, how to understand the Mishavur Shita about going into a kittel, going into the bathroom with a kittel. It talks about a basic, a basic, basic, we already had earlier uh, a note that discussed whether our bathroom is considered a basic, basic, or is considered a basic, of the Parsim. And we saw the, the many posts from, I think, I believe it was Rav Moshe, others that were Muslimic about it, and they said that one should be Machmir. So we certainly treat our bathrooms as if it would be a base akise kavua luchumra, and therefore this discussion over here would be nogea to our base akise as well. It's a very good point. Okay, let's do simin chav beis ubosif aleph. The topic of simin chav beis is bosif aleph. Says the mechaber kona talis vaaso botzitzis mevarich shachyanu. If one buys a garment. And places tzitzis on the garment. He makes a bracha of shechianu. The logara mikelam chadoshim. It's no different than buying a new suit and buying a new garment. The same way you make a bracha of shechianu when you buy a new garment. So you make a new bracha on a talus. But he's discussing specifically, as we'll see in the Mishibura, you buy the talus and you make the tzitzis on the talus. Then you make the shechianu. Says the Ramah, V'imlo berach b'shas asiyah. If you didn't make the bracha at the time of putting the strings onto the talus, then you should make the bracha the first time you are wearing it. Says the Mishaburah, Sivkotan Aleph, Kona Talus, Ein Lahakshos, one should not ask the following question, which means that one would ask this question, but he's telling you not to ask it because he's going to have a good answer. Don't ask. We hold that when you buy a new garment, that's worthy of a shechianu. You make it at the time of the purchase. So why does the mechaber over here say you bought a talus and you made the tzitzis and you make a shechianu? Why aren't you making the bracha b'shas kinyan? The eshlom the answer is says the chavetz chaim dafka kishekona beged shuroi lulbosh kemoshahu. Only when you buy a garment that's ready to go, it's ready to be worn as is. Oz mevarech miyad. Then you make the shechianu upon the purchase. But if you bought a garment to make other clothes from it, or for our purposes, you bought a garment that has to go to the tailor to get fixed before you can wear it, then you don't make the shechiyana when you buy the garment because it's not wearable, and you also don't make the bracha when the when the tailor fixes it, or when it was shek for shatnes. What do you do? Rap b'shas lovisha dafka. Then you push off the shechiyana and you make it at the time that you wear it the first time. We need a very designated time. O Kenyan Olavisha. So in general, when we buy a new suit, if it's ready to go, if it's a cotton suit for sure, it doesn't have to be fixed by the tailor, you make the shechianu upon the purchase. If it's a wool suit and you want to get checked for shatnes, it has to get tailored, then you wait to make the bracha the first time you wear the garment. 
Vahocha over here, halo eno roi lulav shotekef. When you buy a talus, which is a four-cornered garment, so you can't wear it right away. Again, this is talking about buying a garment without the strings attached. So when you buy the garment, it's not fit for wearing, because even though it doesn't need to be tailored, but it does need to have the tzitzis attached, and therefore you can't make the bracha upon the purchase. Therefore you can make the bracha when you buy it. And therefore, in order to satisfy those shitas that hold, that one should make a bracha upon doing the mitzvah the first time, upon putting the tzitzis in, Therefore, the Mechaber Paskins, that you should make the bracha upon the Asiyah, since there are some shitas, we don't hold this way, but since there are some shitas that say you should make a bracha upon the Asiyah of the mitzvah, like the building of the sukkah, the making of the tzitzis, the putting the tzitzis on the garment. Therefore, since you couldn't make the bracha when you bought the garment, because it wasn't fit for use, but now there's an Indian to do it, according to some, when you make the tzitzis, therefore, you should make the Sheikh Yonu upon placing the tzitzis on the garment, and not wait for the first Levisha, like we normally do, by a regular garment. Now, if you look at note number one, it's a very important note. Note number one says, what? No, the Mechaber says this is what you should do. The Mishaburah is just exp- explaining why we, the Mechaber is passing this way, because since there are some shitas, even though we don't hold like them, but there are some shitas that say, upon putting the tzitzis on the garment, you should make a shech So therefore, if you already can't make it, Bishas, the Kenyan, because it, it's not fit for use, because it's not, uh, it doesn't have the tzitzis on yet, so instead of what we would normally do, we'd wait till we wear it, here we would make the bracha when we put the tzitzis on, because now it becomes fit for use. And there are some poskim that hold that you should make a shechiyonu when you're putting the tzitzis on the garment, just like many poskim say, you should make the shechiyonu upon building the sukkah. Look at note number one. The is talking about buying a talus gadol. What about making a shechiyonu upon a new pair of tzitzis? So Moshe Feinstein writes, Shekevan Shelastam Anoshim. Since for most people, when you buy a pair of tzitzis, it's not considered a very important garment. One should not make a shechiyonu upon buying a new pair of tzitzis. And even though we're machshivet for a mitzvah, we're using it for a mitzvah, that does not make it into a chashva beger, and therefore there's no shechiyonu. Since nowadays there is no joy upon the purchase of a pair of tzitzis, so very clearly the post can say that there's no shechiyonu on tzitzis, but when you buy a talus, so again the Mechaber doesn't discuss this case, but if you buy a talus that's ready made, that has the strings on, then you should make the shechiyonu on the talus when you buy it. Because it's ready to be worn. Even before you wear it, you make the bracha when you buy it. The machab is talking about a case where you buy the garment and then you're putting on the strings. Then you can't make the bracha when you buy it. It's not fit for use yet. Then you should make the bracha when you put the strings on. Oh, so you're asking if that changes anything. Meaning, buy a suit. Shalim is asking, when you buy a suit, we say you make the bracha upon the purchase. But he's saying, maybe when you're buying a, a, a garment that's miyuchulat fila, maybe that would be different. I hear what you're saying. My feeling from going through this simon is that that wouldn't be the case, but I'm not 100% sure. And the reason is, because it's clearly brought down that the reason for the shechianu over here, in general, is upon the purchase of the new garment. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's the chashivas of the garment. It's not, we, we don't pass in really that it's because of the mitzvah. And therefore the fact that it's miyuchu the tefillah, I don't know if that changes some, anything. If I buy a suit for Shabbos on a Tuesday, 
So, Lechora, I'm making the Shachianu on Tuesday. I'm not making it on Shabbos. If I'm making it upon the purchase, I'm not sure why this would be different. Lechora. Let's see the Mishra Vaiter in Sifkot and Beis. We said the Logara. So, Machaber says it himself, when you buy the Tzitzis, uh, you'll make a Shachianu upon putting the strings on because it's no less than any other new garment that you buy. But we don't, here he says it straight up, the Mishabura, but we don't make a bracha on the mitzvah of tzitzis. We only make a bracha on the mitzvah that comes from time to time. Shofars once a year, lulos once a year, we make a bracha on those mitzvahs. But tzitzis is a mitzvah that we do every day, and therefore there is no shechianu on the mitzvah of tzitzis, and therefore the machabra says it's no, it's no different than buying any other garment. The shechianu on the talus is on the garment. It's like buying a new suit. It's no different than that. Lefiza, according to this, im also tzitzis bebeget shehayolom mikfar. If you had a garment for for many years, you never wore it. You had a four corner garment sitting in your drawer, and one day you decided to put tzitzis on it. Avshelo hayobot tzitzis miolam, even though it never had tzitzis on. Now for the first time, you're putting tzitzis on this garment so you can wear it at, for the mitzvah. Ain't tzarech levar shachyanu. Still, you wanted to make a shachyanu because it's an old garment, and you're making the bracha. You're not making a bracha on the mitzvah. V'hu adinim also tefillin laatzmo eno mavarach shachyanu. And so too, if you're making tefillin, you're also not going to make a shachyanu. V'ayin b'ber alacha. Now I'd like to see the Beralacha, but let's first finish with Shabura and then we'll start to see the Beralacha. The last Mishabura says in Sifkat and Gimel, and that which the Ramah said, if you didn't make the bracha at the time of making the tzitzis, you should make the bracha at the time that you wear it first. Betchila birchas lehisatev. When you are making the bracha at the time of the Levisha, you should first make the bracha of lehisatev at tzitzis, and afterwards you should make the bracha of shechianu. That's the Mishabura Paskins. So let's look at the Bir Halacha over here. The Bir Halacha says in the top Bir Halacha, I am the Mishabura Sif Katan Beis, the I am the Beis Yosef, the Kolze who das Bal Ha'Itter. This is all going according to Bal Ha'Itter that you don't make a Shechianu upon the mitzvah of Tzitzis. Veda the Af the Lachatchila bevada Yishlin Hokein. Even though Lachatchila you should be knowing that way. Acharei the Das Hashulchan Aruch ba'od Kama v'Kama me'Achonim the Pasu Kain Ka'Itter. You should just know this not so pashit. Because the Olas Tamid and the Taz pass like the Rambam. The Avim Elia Rabbah, Elia Rabbah brings it down. The Agrob Beiuro posts it Gamkin Karambam. The Tzarech Levarech Shachianu Gam Al Tfilin Mechadosh. That a person should. They say that a person coming from the Rambam that a person should make a bracha on a Tfilin the first time he is wearing them. Now skip the brackets. For a minute, we'll go back to the brackets. They're very important, but let's skip it for a minute. So the, the Mishabura comes, the Berlacha says, so therefore it's a big suffix. You know, m- many posts say, no brach, no shachianu on tefillin. And many say, yes shachianu on tefillin. Al kein me'anachon. Therefore the appropriate thing is, says the Berlacha, sheyachnes atzmo lehischayev shachianu mitzad acher. You should bring yourself into a chiyav shachianu through another root, meaning have a new fruit. V'yachavin lifter gamezeh. Since it's a suffix, like we do the second night of Rosh Hashanah, take a new fruit, make a shachyon and a new fruit, and have in mind the tefillin, that's the best eitzah. Specifically, if he's wearing tefillin now for the first time in his life. So when I read this, I felt bad, because my son just put on tefillin for the first time in his life, and I didn't realize this beforehand, I felt very bad. But you read the brackets, you don't feel bad anymore. Now go back up to the brackets. So until now, the the, the is telling us, since it's a big subject, if there's a Shechiyonu on tefillin, so mix Shechiyonu on something else and cover the tefillin if it's the first time in your life you're wearing it, like a bar mitzvah boy. But look at the brackets. 
This is all only if you made the tefillin yourself. But if you bought the tefillin from someone, which most of us are doing, if someone else puts the strings in the begot for you, it's from the grow over there. That even according to the Rambam, in that case, you want to make a Unless you bought a new garment right now, the Unless you bought a new a new a new talus, then you have to make a shachyanu. So you see, this whole eight that the Allah is giving is only if you made it fill in yourself. So when I read that, I, I didn't feel bad anymore because I did not make my son's fill in. Although maybe after we finish the fill in, we'll all make fill in. But as of now, most of us are not making our own fill in. And therefore, even though the Allah says that it's really a subject if you should make a shachyan on fill in, it's only if you made your fill in. Again, the same idea that there's an Indian in the Asiyah. Just like we make a shachyan when we build a sukkah, and some folks can say when you make the tzitzis, the shachyan would be upon the making of the fill in. Now there's one other interesting note that I want to just discuss before we end, and that is the last, the last Mishnabura said that when you didn't make the shachyanu on making the tzitzis, and you're making it the first time you wear it, you make the bracha of lisateh, and then you make the bracha of shachyanu. But look at note number three, it points out a very interesting thing. When it comes to making a shachyanu on a new fruit, the Mishavura says later on, that you don't make a ha'etz and then a shachyanu and then eat the fruit, because a shachyanu is a hefsek between the barpira ha'etz and the eating of the fruit. Therefore, the Mishavura passes that you should make the shachyanu before the ha'etz. The cost of Agon Hashom Zam and Arbach, shall talus yesh levarach tchila lehisatev, but when it comes to a talus, you should first make the bracha of this atev, keven shebracha tadirahi, since it's a very common bracha, virak la'achar mikein shachyanu, and only afterwards you should make a shachyanu, keven she'ena ba'a elo al hana'asu ha'pratesh ha'lovesh, since that shachyanu is a very individualized bracha for the one who's wearing the garment, ma'ashe'en kein b'pri, which is not the case by a fruit, she'esod bircha shachyanu hu al-ri'iyas ha'pri, Really, the shachyanu on the fruit is upon seeing the fruit. And really, everybody can make the bracha on the same fruit. Everyone sees this new fruit, everyone can make the same bracha. And therefore, the bracha of shachyanu is more chashiv than the bracha on the fruit. So, he tried, the Shon Zalman is explaining that. That's why by a fruit, you would make the shachyanu before you'd make the bracha on the fruit. Because the shachianu there is a more global shachianu that anybody could make, because anyone who sees the fruit can make the shachianu. You would make the shachianu and then you'd make the boy priates. Mashenkin by tzitzis, the shachianu is for you yourself that you are being nene from a new garment, and therefore it's more proteistic, and therefore the bracha that comes more often, which is the bracha of the sati tzitzis, gets chashivas, and that would come first, and then you'd make the shachianu afterwards. That's what he writes. Interesting it could be when the Mishavura says you first make the bracha of Lisatev and then the Shekhyanu, he doesn't mean you make Lisatev, Shekhyanu, and then put on your, your talus. What he means is you say Lisatev, you put on the talus, and after your talus is on, and, and the bracha of Lisatev, then you make the Shekhyanu. And then you would avoid the problem of having a possible hefsek between the bracha on the talus and the wearing of it. So he understands the Mishavura that you make the lehisatev and then the shechiyano, meaning lehisatev the bracha, and then you put it on. 
That bracha is taken care of. And now you make the shechianu after you already put on the talus. That's how you understand it's possible with the Mishabura. And we'll stop here and start the next sermon in Mitzvah on Sunday. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shear on many topics or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myra McClemus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.